First Corinthians 1 and 6, verse 9 says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But ye are washed Ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. If there was ever a scripture that gives hope to the hopeless, mm. to the broken, it's this scripture right here. Because yep. such was some of us, every single one of us. And we've read this. This is very familiar scripture to anybody that's ever been to a church, ever read the Word of God, I guarantee you at some point in time you've heard this, mm-hmm. heard this ministered because it's so absolutely true. Man, Such we were some of these folks. Yeah. I mean, the church is not made up of just great people. The church is made up of broken pieces yep. that the Lord has put back together. Mm-hmm. Every one of us have been broken. But there's a key word in there that I'd like to look at today with the help of God mm. as we sit here and discuss this morning, and that's the word justified. Yeah. And me and you've kind of been bouncing this around this morning as well. <clears throat> but to be justified, what does this mean when we say, we, we, we read the scripture, and oh, it excites the congregation. Man, such were some of us, but ye are washed, you're sanctified, you're justified. Mm. Oh, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. It's powerful because it's got so much meaning and meat to it. Right. But what does it mean to be justified in the eyes of God? Why is that important for the Christian today? To know why we're justified. This is one of the words that is in the Bible that we overlook so many times. And we're not talking about a TV show called Justified (laughs) or anything like that. We're talking about a true biblical meaning of justification. Why is it important? What does it mean? Why is it important? And then what is the difference in what the world seeks as justification right. compared to what justification is? Right. Where do you want to start? Oh, boy. That, <laughs> and we did we, we debated a little bit on whether to, to, to dive straight into a podcast on this. We're having conversation this morning, and it just, it just you know, it, it kind of kept rising to the top. And for me, I'm like, let's do it. Are we ready to, to go into a, a, no. a theological exegesis <laughs> on – on uh, justification is anyone, um, but but I think that that it is a taboo sort of topic in in the church today. Yeah, and 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 since it's taboo, you got you got these words like sanctification, these words like justification, these words like regeneration. Mm. These are the old King James words, right? And but what does it mean in today's context? How how can I bring that word to 2022 and help paint a picture to bring it to life to someone who may not necessarily understand the the um, the theological context of what it means to be completely and totally justified um, uh, there? So I think it's important to cover that. And so where do we start? 
I think we we maybe we start with what justification is not, uh, and then and then that helps paint the picture for what it is. All right. Um, for me, Anthony, um, there was a season of my life as a as a um, young Christian, uh, especially in my early days of uh, just learning about what it means to be a Christian. That um, <clears throat> um, justification. I heard the quote. Uh, just as if I'd never sinned, and and so then you know justification became synoptic with you know being being washed with the blood or or you know just it just it's just another word for salvation, right? It was a generic word for salvation, um, and so I never really took into context the, the the whole picture of it. So then 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 the the human element come in, right? And I would look around me and and basically measure the amount of my godliness and the amount that that I was uh, viewed holy or good or, or just in the eyes of God depending on it was contingent upon how the people around me viewed me mm, yeah. how that the church viewed me how that certain key people or key leaders or the most charismatic person around viewed me, and and it was almost um, um, really looking to those those individuals or, or or groups to to give me justification to to justify or validate the fact that I had become a Christian. Yeah, and and I think it was it was skewed for me, and and, and did I do that uh, knowingly? Did it, did I wake up in the morning and say, yeah? If this group accepts me, then I'm justified in the eyes of God. No, no, it wasn't that. It's intrinsic. No, I agree. <clears throat> so I think that that so many times um, we can, and the Scripture teaches us the woe that, that they that measure themselves by themselves. There's a woe unto the un, unto the unto the one that measures um, uh, anything by by comparison, right? And so I think that that's a trap that we can fall into. About what justification is not, it is not given or issued by any human or any institution, any organization, any religious group, or any sect or denomination. Justification is only issued or given by one, and that is on the throne of glory, and that is God. But don't you think that we live in a society today... And it's not just in the church world. I think it's everywhere. I think it's in the business world. I think it's in the schools. Sure. I think it's, I think it goes all the way down to preschool to kindergarten mm-hmm. that people want to be justified by other people. Sure, they seek to be justified by others. Yep. I mean, I think it's I think it is part of the human nature that Adamic yeah. nature of man, where we seek that we have to have someone else's approval, right? Or somebody has to come up to us and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And especially in a world that seeks that, that right. wants that justification from others to make myself feel better, yeah. it's the exact opposite of what Christian, what the Christian meaning of this would be in right. any shape or form. Because sure. it's not about you feeling better about yourself. Yes. My goodness, I'm of all men most miserable. Yep. I know that. Mm-hmm. I'm the chiefest of all sinners, and I know that my righteousness is as filthy, filthy rags. Ways. But to be justified in the eyes of God, like what you said, mm-hmm. by the blood of the Lamb right. being applied and me being made righteous in the eyes of God, 
justified, being made righteous in the eyes of God, that could only happen through the blood of the Lamb. Yes. Now, with that being said, we believe that justification is by faith alone. Faith alone. Now, a lot of people will fall out with you on this because we live in a world today where a lot of people want to throw the acts of works in with this, that justification is by faith and by works. My friend, your works Hmm. (laughs) are not going to do it. No. They're not going to do it. Sorry. And and when we look at this, I think, and me and you talked about this before we started the podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. When we talk about justification by faith alone, it's so much deeper than just saying the word faith alone and just throwing it out there. There's so much more to it than this. It's faith knowing that God sent his only son into this world to die, to be that propitiation or the payment for our sin, that through his blood, through his death, burial, and resurrection, that's where our justification comes from. And it's us with our faith believing in him, knowing what Christ done, the work that he done. I couldn't do this work. I couldn't do this work. There was many people that's tried to do this work. You cannot work your way into heaven. Mm. You cannot do it. It will not work. It is only by the blood of the Lamb. Right. There is no other way. There's no other way, period. Flat out. You can be as good of a person as you. You could be the best person on the face of the earth. Giving everything you have to the poor, helping the homeless, getting getting going out into the to the alleys, the backways, and getting people off drugs and setting them on a better path. But if you don't have the blood applied to right. your life when you die, you will end up in a devil's hell. Yes. And I think that's what we live in a society. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting wound up. Do it. I, we live in a society. That thinks that they can buy their way out, that right. they can work their way out, and do of enough whatever. good deeds. Yeah, exactly. It 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 will not work. No, it will not work. No. It, I don't care what you what what I don't care what you're doing. It is not going to work. Right. It has to be through and by the blood yes. of the Lamb. So yes. when we say justification by faith alone, please understand the deepness of what we are saying. Right. You can't add to your justification. You can't be more just because no, you did good. Absolutely not. And, and at, at the moment that that you that God has has given you justification has has cleansed your life and you have trusted completely and totally in Him, there is no moment in your life thereafter that you will be any more justified. That's you know, true. so so you know, yeah. you you think about life. You think about baseball players, for example. Okay. They're they're vindicated by their first good season, mm-hmm. but then they have to justify that first good season every <laughs> oh, yes. year to perform yes. every year. Oh, They've yeah. got to justify their place on the team. They got to justify that they're worthy of uh, of of being named, a, you know, an all star, whatever that is. Every year, there's got to be work to justify themselves. Well, guess what? There is a finality. In the justification that God gives through Christ, that you have been declared by the creator of the universe, the one that knows the number of hairs on your head, the one that created the galaxies of stars in a moment of time when he said, let there be light. And he has declared you from the heavenlies just. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. And that is, is you can't. The audacity of a human to think they could add to that. Yeah. 
the audacity of any mm-hmm. any human, the the forwardness of any human to think they could add to the justification that they, that, that God yeah. can give is 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 ludicrous. It is. So th- picture this. Picture is. <clears throat> picture that all humanity is guilty. Yep. You are in a courtroom. Yep. And all humanity is supremely guilty of the chiefest of sin. Everyone. There is no one good, no, not one, says Amen. Jesus. Yep. Everyone standing there as as the the defendant in this in this trial. The accuser is there. You have Satan, the accuser is there. He is he is listing out your sin one by one in front of everyone. And there sits God on the throne, on the judgment seat. He is the one. So then, so then, all of a sudden, as as your sin is called out and your sin is identified, you have to own it. And then, see, justification has often been said has often been said that the justification is being declared not guilty. Well. Actually, it's not that. Justification is you standing there in that moment when you are found supremely guilty and saying, I stand guilty as charged. Yep. And then the judge, then the judge turns and he he actually takes he takes the guilt. He takes the the punishment. The imputed charges are moved from you to his son. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yep. After you have declared yourself guilty and owned it, yep. then he imputes the sin that you committed upon Christ. And then he imputes Christ's righteousness upon you. And then when he looks at you that that second time, he looks at you, he does not see your sin. Your sin is given and imputed unto Christ and his holiness imputed unto you. And when the God looks upon you, you have been justified. The penalty has been paid. Penance has been awarded. And you, you're, you're not getting a free ride. It was paid for. Yeah. And then no. you're justified. That, mm, that's that's a lot to swallow. It, it's hard to grasp in our minds. That's hard to grasp yes. to understand that we can be justified like that in the eyes of God. It's amazing. Right. Romans chapter three, verse twenty three through twenty eight. I got a few scriptures to read here. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none good, like you said, no, not one. Mm. Everybody has sinned and come and fell short of the glory of God. Mm. Now listen to this part. This is that part that was paid. Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, Mm. whom God has set forth to be a propitiation or a payment through faith in His blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. I love the question that the apostle asks then, where is boasting then? Where is boasting then? If this be true, if this is true, then where is boasting? Where will the boasting be? Oh, wow. And here's what he says. It is excluded. 
By the law? Question mark. Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Boasting is excluded it by is the excluded law of faith. By the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Justification by faith alone. Is, is, it by law, is it by the law? Nope. Is it by works? Nope. But it is by the law of faith. The law of faith. We're not going to get a whole lot into faith today. That's for another day. Wow. <laughs> wow. But still, that's... But, oh, but how beautiful that is. Because mm. he asks the question, then where do we boast? Where's mm. the boasting at mm-hmm. then? If God did this for us, where's the boasting right. then? Because that's... What's the first thing that somebody wants to do when they see that they're justifying somebody else's sight? Oh, they want to boast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're beaming up. Oh, man, it's boiling up inside of me, man. Mm-hmm. That, I, I, you've heard this said before. You know what such and such said about me? Mm-hmm. You know what they said about me? Mm-hmm. Man, they said I was a good person. Mm-hmm. And then you get that in your mind, yeah. and your mindset shifts that it's no longer you working for the glory of God, but you're working for the justification of, of man. man. Yeah. yeah. You're working for it. You're dressing for it. Yes. You're talking for yes. it. You're singing for Absolutely. it. You're preaching for it. Yep. To be vindicated by man, by man, that you are somehow good oh or goodness. accepted, and then it gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling inside. It does. Because it makes you know you why? So Can I tell you why? Because yeah. you're a human. Amen. You're a human, and when other humans vindicate you or think or, or you're likable to them, or you fit their club or crowd or group, or or you fit their mold, it feels good. Mm-hmm. It does. Oh, great! It it it, oh, it, it feels yeah. warm and fuzzy. And, sure, and and that. But guys, that's not justification. No, that's just called being human. That's true. That doesn't mean you're justified. It doesn't mean I'm justified. No. So, but 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 so many times, you know, I remember, uh, you know, it, it see certain seasons of my early walk with God, uh, tr- being feeling pressure to dress a certain way, or to even preach a certain way. Or, or or have a certain style of singing just to be accepted of someone else but that's not justification no. that's not justification at all that's it that's really close to idolatry with idolizing and putting a man a human a group a, an institution a denomination on the throne of my life rather than the god of my life yeah galatians 3:11 but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. Mm. It is evident, for the just shall live by faith. <laughs> Think about the American church today. Uh, I heard this this week. It was, it was an interesting conversation I had with one of the guys at work. He said, well, Anthony, he said, the pastor of our church, it ain't looking good for him. I said, what do you mean it ain't looking good for the pastor of the church? He said, well, he's been preaching some sermons that's got the deacons pretty fouled up, and they're they're kind of rising up against him, and we're probably going to try to vote him out. I said, what in the world? I said, what's he preaching that the deacons are so against it? (laughs) And he said, said, well, he said, this one deacon in particular rose up and questioned in front of the whole church the sermon that he ministered. He said, but Anthony, it was scripturally based. But it wasn't tingling to his ears, and it didn't make him feel good. Mm. And the sermons that he's preaching, 
it ain't really drawing people in. It's almost like it's pushing people away. Who are you preaching to? <laughs> Who are you preaching to? Are you preaching to draw a crowd? Mm. Or are you going to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to right. see souls saved? Right. There's nothing warm and fuzzy about the gospel. I mean, mm. it's hard. Sure. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, that's gonna it's going to require a lot. It makes you examine yourself, and mm. it points a finger right at you, and it says, you are no good. You're not good. You're, there's nothing good about you. You're not justified by man in any way, shape, or form. But this is the society we live in now that we would rather have our ears tingled and have our pocketbooks full thinking that there was just this abundant supply that was just being poured out instead of it having to cost us something. Or, and you know what I mean? And I think it's so heartbreaking that we do seek to be justified by others in some way, shape, or form in the church, uh, in, in, in life, in business, in school, mm. wherever you are. It's not about what other people think of you. They, they are not justifying you. They are not justifying anything about you. Or people say that they try to justify their existence. To justify their existence. This is hogwash. Yes. Get a hold of yourself. My goodness. Understand what it means to be justified by the blood of the Lamb and to be made righteous in the eyes of God. Mm. Knowing that I've sinned, that I've come short of the glory of God, but that Christ came. God sent His only Son to die for me, that I, my sins could be covered by the blood of the Lamb. And But through, through the covering, through the covering of that sin, be made righteous in the eyes of God. And that's what it's about. Yes. It's not about what you think of me. No. It's not about justification from you in any way, shape, or form. No. I do not seek your justification no. in anything I do. I know who justified me. And what you just said disempowers anyone who would want dominion or authority over your life through some vain religious uh, repertoire. <laughs> no, they can't control a, no. a, a Christian that has been born again, justified by faith in God through Christ, can't be controlled. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Cannot be a puppet on a string for some religious institution to dangle along and be threatened by any force outside of God himself. So you're saying there's what, freedom in it. What I'm saying is there's freedom in it. <laughs> what I'm saying is one who is justified becomes dangerous. Oh. Dangerous to the faculties of hell. Dangerous oh. to the bondage of religion. Dangerous to the religious empire that would rise itself up against the authority of God. Amen. <laughs> Yes. You become powerful. Yes. Because you become powerless. Because you your source of truth, your source of good, your source of power becomes in your surrender in by faith to Jesus Christ, admitting, confessing, I am a wreck. I need you. I'm guilty. And then having that, yes, you are guilty. But he served your he served your time. He took your payment. I've got nothing else to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll end my part on this. Man. We go back to Romans for just a moment. Then wherein is boasting? Wherein? I boast in the Lord. I boast in my Father yeah. for what he did for me. Yes. For him sending Christ to die for me, to justify me in the filth of my sins, in the filth of myself, of mm. my selfishness, mm. that Christ would come and die for me. Wherein is boasting? Only in the Lord. That's all I got to say.
Well, that's a good way to close out. That's a good way to close out, guys. I I, I hope you hope you enjoyed this podcast. We're uh, working to become more regular. Our lives are anything but regular at this point in time. Um, but but I do appreciate you listening in, and 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 please please share the podcast. Uh, but as we close out today, wherein is boasting? Paul said. Paul said this. He said, "I, I, I boast. I boast in my weakness. Mm. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. I boast in my weakness. Yep. And I think if we can level set with God, level set with ourselves, search. And this is my challenge to you today: search your heart. Ask the Holy Spirit to search your soul, your decisions, your dress code, your, your, your affiliations." And ask yourself, how many things do I do to be accepted and justified by men? How, how many of my behaviors are, are to, to, to anchor me down on some favor of a human? And then ask the hard question of, have I truly, truly placed my faith solely in Jesus Christ for my salvation and for my justification? Or am I still trying to work for it? Am I still trying to earn it? And do I realize, the last question I want you to ask yourself is, do I realize the freedom and power that I have being free of this world and being justified by God alone? That is power. Yes. We love you. Tune in soon. Until then, keep it real. Thank you for listening to The Real Life Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Please share a comment and follow us on Facebook. And until next time, keep it real.